Pennycast, anytime, anywhere. I'm your host, Gaylord. This week, we're going to take a look into a little thing I'd like to call Skynet. Now, you might be thinking the Terminator movies, which is kind of cool. Cool if you are, if you're thinking the Terminator movies, you know, you're right on. You're like, yeah, this guy. Nope, not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is something that could benefit our country as a whole. Now, keep in mind, in our country, one out of four incarcerated persons are female. So, if you put that into numbers, we hold about 5% of our population in prison. And 5% of our population in prison actually equates to about somewhere roughly 22 to 25% of the world's incarceration population. So, when we get down to brass tacks, I mean, we're a country that just puts people in jail. And... Everybody else is footing the bill, you know, three hots and a cot. So, what do you do to avoid three hots and a cot? And these so-called prison barons. I mean, they're the people that are shaping the laws that you abide, that you have to live by. Uh, you know, kind of the reason why we say, you know, empty the pews, stop going to church. I mean, sure, it, it church is a great thing if you're going for community, you know, actions, things like that. I mean, if you really wanted to do that, you go down to your local town hall. You know, that's a great place to start with things like that. But no, what we're talking about with Skynet is something that could possibly free up to a million people. I mean, this is something, it's something that we live in a place in time where we have the ability to monitor people and we have the ability to monitor people wherever they're at. <laughs> it's just the way it is. If you took a system, you know, one out of six people in this country have a security system mounted in their home. I mean, it's just, let's face facts. That's where we're at. People want to be secure. People want to know their things are secure. So, with that being in mind, why wouldn't it be efficient for, say, the government to step in and have a program where we have redundant cameras and people go, oh, privacy issues, privacy issues. It's like, eh, I'm not talking about everybody. Not your average Joe Schmo law-abiding citizen, you know, no, no, no. Of course, you're accused of a crime, convicted of a crime, you know, and, and the such, before any of this would go into place. And, you know, your second question is, well, what about your private areas? Well, your private areas would only have microphones because, of course, you know, that's a more sensitive area. Let alone, now to look, before I get ahead of myself here, you're going to have to understand that your cameras and your microphones are not monitored by someone constantly. Sure, it's monitored, but it's not saved. It's purged every, you know, let's go 90 days. So basically, if you're convicted, accused of a crime, and the redundancy, so there's two cameras. There's one camera facing the other camera. In all of your common areas, if one of those cameras were to 
go power down or one of the microphones in, say, a bedroom or a bathroom would power down, somebody's going to show up at your house. The police are going to show up at your house. They want to know why, you know, and they're going to correct that. I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. I mean, you did something that puts you in the eye of the law or is going to keep you in the eye of the law. That's what it is. But it's not monitored until the police get involved. Now, when the police get involved, of course, they would go and they'd review, you know, this is actual, you know, what happened. So, it, people think about this. I mean, wouldn't, you know, you have a loved one, maybe you don't have a loved one in jail. Um, you know, certain crimes, I, I do believe that, uh, you know, there are quite a few people that are in prison that belong in prison and should stay there. But there's a lot of people in prisons that they're able-bodied. I mean, coming from a person of my stature, I, I look, if you were to see me, you would think, hey, you know, this guy, you know, go out and get a factory job. And like, nope, I can't get a factory job. I'm quite disabled. You know, I've had plenty of broken bones that haven't healed right. Uh, lots of lots of health issues. Lots of health issues. But that's kind of off topic. Like I said, what we're what we're doing here, this is a Skynet, where it's going to reduce the number of police that we need. It's going to reduce the number of detectives that are going to be needed. You know, it's it's a video monitoring. I mean, sure, you have instances. You're out in the streets. Things happen out in the streets, but we're in a society where there's so many cameras. I mean, is there a camera on your street corner? I don't know. Could there be? You might not even know. I mean, that's where we're at. We're, we're at that point. It's 2019, folks. Wake up. The internet is everywhere. Cameras are everywhere. You see it on TV. This is a precursor. I mean, for the past 15, almost 20 years now, we've been dealing with live TV. Live captions of people living their lives. That's that's where we're at. That's where we're headed. So why wouldn't we instill this into our court legal? This is where we're. This is where we need to be. I mean, like I said, up to a million people just in this country could be out with their families have jobs, friends. You know, it's going to help more people than you can even imagine. I mean, yeah. I mean, say somebody felt they were improperly or falsely accused, but they got convicted, you know, took a plea, agree plea agreement, uh, you know, the things get out of hand. So the next time something happens, you know, the redundancy of what the court system does is arrest you, put you under interrogation, incarcerates you again, maybe you're on probation, so you're going to get revoked. Well, why are you getting revoked? Well, you did something. Perhaps you didn't do something. This is going to save your ass because, you know, it's going to be reviewed at that point. You know, if people are unplugging your cameras, if people are doing this... That's the redundancy. That's why you have one camera facing the other. Because whoever unplugged the camera, it's going to be able to see who did that. 
Now, microphone-wise, it's not going to be able to see that, but it is going to be able to see who went into that room, who was the last person in that room, and you're going to be able to hear, you know. I mean, that, like I said, it, it's something that absolutely makes a lot of sense for this country to do. Uh, you know, the, the downfalls here, what do you really have for the downfall? You know, the rich elite prison barons are going to lose out. There's a downfall for them. For us, that's going to be millions upon billions of dollars of influx so that we can pay our people more so we actually have our populace of American citizens on the streets working, which is going to greatly affect our immigration. I mean, the country is closed. So what do we do with these people that are coming into the country? Oh, they're here for asylum. I, I'm sorry. I have 1.6 million people incarcerated in this country. That 1.6 million people should be out working. They should not be in prison. Sure, like I said, you could reoffend. You know, there's people that do. They reoffend, reoffend, reoffend. You know, product of your environment. Once you go to prison, you stay in prison. I mean, that's something that's <laughs> a very well known. People have been doing it for years. They've been saying it for years. The, you know, the installation ever since this, the the Civil War. You know, <laughs> an incarceration detaining. Everyone, and it was designed for black people breaking laws because that's what people were trying to avoid, was having an influx of black people being free and taking jobs from white male workers. Now it's gotten out of hand. We keep passing more and more laws, the redundancies of laws, and it's catching everybody up. So, I mean, <laughs> I didn't pass the laws. I have to follow the laws, but the laws were made for the people of these days. I mean, as time goes on, things are getting more and more stringent. It's just really tough just to just to survive and not have somebody look over your shoulder or make comments or be rude to you. I mean, that's... Come on, folks. You see somebody... Like, the one thing that I really hate, and I notice it a lot, is, uh, okay, let's use this as an example. You're driving down the road. Speed limit's 55 miles per hour. Two-lane road, so there's one lane coming one way, one lane going the other. There's no passing. 55 miles an hour is the car in front of you. Now, typically... People like to go a little bit faster. People take between 5 to 8 miles an hour over. On a whole, not everybody, but here's where it gets interesting. Now, the car in front of you doing 55 notices that a passing zone's coming up, and they speed up to 60 miles an hour. Now, there's no traffic, and you're going to pass them, and they speed up to 65 miles an hour. So you can't pass them. Okay, now keep going down the road. Now it's no passing zone. They're back to 55 miles an hour. 
Now, you get to where the road turns into a four-lane highway, so you have two lanes going each way. And they're going about 70 miles an hour when you get to that point where it uh, splits into four lanes, because they don't want you to pass them. I mean, that's it really is some bullshit, folks. But you know what? It's really it really does happen. It happens a lot. Uh, if I, you know, if you were to see some of the dash cam footage that I have, I mean, you're going to see it time and time again. Everybody thinks that they're the king of the road. Everybody thinks that they have the right to do whatever they want. And you know what? You do. You do have the right to do whatever you want. But you're hindering the people behind you. You're playing in traffic. And that's just what the American laws are doing with our people. They're just playing games, folks. There's nothing no, nothing else about it. It's all games. It's been games since 1866. All games. And those games have done nothing but ruin families. You know, you have installments that uh, tear families apart because governments decided to jump into families. Now, what does that mean? That means that everybody is now subject to different laws. Uh, you know, when I was a child, you know, if I wasn't minding my P's and Q's, I was going to get something from mom or dad, you know, going to get what is coming. Nowadays, it's like, <laughs> you know, my son, when he was about uh, eight years old, decided he was going to be a little jackass and told me, no, you can't do that. Well, I called the police and I actually had the police come there, explain to him, and I whooped him according to the law right in front of the police. I mean, that's just where it felt at that point in time. Now, honestly, I think if the police were to be here, they'd still have DCFS, CPS, whatever Child Protective Services is, come to your home because you just called the police because your child acted out. Children in this country can now be incarcerated at eight years of age, folks. Eight years of age. Nothing else has changed. Well, I mean, sure, plenty has changed. But when you think of the course of time, you know, in the state of Wisconsin, when I turned 18, they changed the, the drinking age to 21. You can still get your driver's license at 16. You can still get your driver's license at 16. But... Juvenile services didn't start until 12 years old. Now, juvenile services start as young as 8 years old. And in extreme cases, it can even be 6 years old. I mean, where are we headed? Where are we headed, people? That's why this is something that can be instilled in, in places. It's going to solve a lot of problems. It, it just would. Like I said, it... You're going to reduce the number of police hours. You're going to reduce the number of detectives hours. You know, when it comes down to it, if you have a squabble with your neighbor, it's it's going to be on camera. You're going to have your entire property. If you're, quote-unquote, a non-law-abiding citizen, your entire property is going to be uh, video camera. You know, but like I said, it's not monitored unless they're comes a problem. Now, people kind of look at this and go, okay, well, Minority Report. Eh, that's what it kind of would remind you of. Now, if you actually watch the movie, 
you know, you have the big bar that records everything and, you know, they're the detectives and, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, future, this is what's going to happen. It, that's just a reference. It's in no way, shape or form of reality or possibility. Just a reference, folks. You know. But anyhow, getting back to, like I said, the drawbacks of this. Okay, we have the rich elite prison barons. They're going to lose out. That's going to that's gonna just totally wipe them out, which, which is fine, which is good. That's what needs to happen. We need a complete readjustment of our detained system. Our jails are overcrowded. You know, one other drawback is going to be the the influx of our American citizens back to their homes. That's going to be a problem. Why is that going to be a problem? Because we have a bunch of people that don't belong here, and we have a bunch more every day that are coming here seeking quote-unquote asylum. What are you seeking asylum from? That's what I want to know. Just because, you know, if I went to Canada and said I'm seeking asylum, they're going to go, what are you seeking asylum from? Well, American tyranny. Really? I mean, is, is that what we're supposed to believe? Oh, we came to America seeking asylum. Asylum from what? Because there's nothing back there that you can do? You know? Better choices, folks. Better choices. I mean, it, it seems to be shit's supposed to flow downhill, not uphill. Another drawback because of that influx, there's going to be inflation. Why is there going to be inflation? Because there's going to be way, way too many people. But the problem is, is those people belong here. Why would it, why would or should it affect everyone? We pay for the people that are in prison. We pay for the people that are coming over the borders. We, the people of these here United States, are overwhelmed with putting our own people in jail because they did wrong. And why did they do wrong? Think about that. Why would somebody do wrong? Because somebody else could come along and they're going to do it cheaper. You know, just think about the people that are putting all the opposition to what's being taken way into outer space in this country you know we have well let's build a wall which like i said mexico did it to their southern borders hey cool cool for them but all don't know now we want to do it and all the mexicans latinos guatemalans colombians venezuelans chileans you name it you want to come on over? Just just come on over. We got something for you. There is some rich guy here that has millions and millions of dollars, and he's willing to put you in his field and pay you shit wages because you and your 13 cousins that just happened to share an apartment can all work and make the wage of a couple of people and live that way. And that's an unhealthy way to live. It, it, it is. Why do you think you're coming here for asylum? You're coming here to escape that. But you come here and you do the same thing you do there. Great. That's exactly what you're going to do to the rest of the country. 
We're going to have a bunch of people that are the elitists, which we already have, but it's going to become a greater problem. So that's why I say we have a need for this Skynet. It's... <sighs> Where can you go wrong with this? Where can you go wrong? I mean, I, I really, you know, you can get to me on I'm on this Buzzsprout account, uh, anycastentertainment at gmail.com. I really would like to hear from you. I mean, all along, you know, this is the welcome back uh, mid-season break that we just had. You know, let it snow, let it snow, spend some time with my family, uh, you know, took care of some things. And now we're back. And we're back for good. It's it's something that, uh, you know, we might have some story episodes coming up. But that's really not, you know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm kind of heated about this. And I'm, I'm, I'm almost losing my, my mind. I mean, this is something, this is a ground leveler, folks. This is something that it, it needs to be done. I mean, take heed, take heed, take action. You know, love your common man. Everybody wants money. That's that's where this country is. Everybody wants money. He who has the money maketh the law. Same guys that sit up on the defense... And the same person that's DA, the same person that's a judge, he goes home, fondles his wife, be it male, female, you know, not really trying to make any kind of judgments here. But still, you do the same thing. You do the same thing. You just do it with more money. You do it because you get to say that you get to do what you want to do. But somebody else says, oh, I want to do the same thing. Now, they went too far. How is that fair? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's really not, folks. You know, like I said, this is something, it's, it's not for somebody that uh, didn't break any laws. You know, if you didn't break any laws, you know, get yourself a security system. I mean, it's that simple. So, once again, let's reiterate. Prison, jail, probation is big business in this country. If people are minding themselves, the court system may collapse. Now, what is it to be minding yourself? Okay, put it in this terms. Who do you answer to when you die? Is there a higher calling? I, I don't know. I can't tell you yes. I can't tell you no. Religion seems to think they can. And that's why I say tax religion. Because this is a system that will work. People minding themselves. People that have to take atonement for their actions. People will start to correct the things that went wrong in their lives. It's going to happen. 
It's just, that's what this is all designed for. It's what it should be designed for. Why are we living in an archaic system that's over 150 years old? We're still passing laws to <laughs> excise the laws that were passed 150 years ago. Same law, just a couple of additional words added in. So Mr. I want to have a law named after me has a law named after him or <laughs> lawyers, scum of the earth. And like I said, this is one of those part of that system here. You know, it's, it's going to ease the tension between police and supposed victims, perpetrators alike. It costs way less than three cot, three hots in a cot. That's that's the term uh, when you're incarcerated. Three hots in a cot. You get three meals a day provided by the state, by the government, and a place to live. That's climate controlled to about 68 degrees typically. I mean, so, you know, if you're in quote unquote, say the hole, you might not even have a might not even have a cot. You just have a slab to sleep on with cement, maybe a pillow. Or maybe a blanket. You can roll up your toilet paper and use it as a pillow. <laughs> I'm just... I, I, I really, really, really got to tell you folks. I, I'm heated up about this. It's something, there's something in this country that does need to change. It doesn't necessarily need to be the man in charge. Man in charge, he's got some good ideas. Yeah, maybe he's got some bad ideas. But they all do. You know... <laughs> NAFTA, did we have to? Great idea at the time, wasn't it, folks? What happened to all the jobs? Where did all the jobs go after we signed NAFTA? <laughs> what happened? Oh, we started making our cars over in Russia. Started shipping everything down to Mexico. Started, you know, influx of products from China. I mean, just, that's just one. That's just one example. And what happened to that guy? Well, he was impeached. He got impeached because he did lie. But he technically didn't lie, but he did lie. Think about it. Just think about that. I mean, these are the times we live in, folks. <laughs> like I said, that was 20-some-odd years ago. And... He, you still put yourself out there. People who want to be dicks about everything. Just, oh, I want to be a dick about this today. Like, why? Well, because it doesn't fit my views and my situation. Okay. But it fit, fits somebody else's. You know, my referendum's not the same as yours. Woo, woo, woo. Let's get it out there. Get it out there, folks. I mean, sure, this is just a small podcast, and some of the things that have been on here have been really racy. We've used uh, quite a few words. Most people wouldn't. Fuck it. We're here. It's the way it goes. If we didn't want to be here, you know, I, well, there's an easy way to, you know, you can off yourself at any time. And guess what? That's crime, too. So if you do try it off yourself, well, you better do it right. Because if you don't, you're getting locked up.
<laughs> so, <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Well, I need so much help, I tried to kill myself and failed. Okay, uh, here, you could be in prison for up to three years and fine $10,000. Let's see if that'll make things any fucking better for you, buddy. See, just like I said, the redundancy of things. It, it never ends. It's not going to end. It's not going to stop. Just because I say it doesn't mean that it's true. doesn't mean that it's false. It just means that I've said things to you that should instill, should spark some sort of thinking process. <sighs> the worldwide, the world over, it's worldwide. I mean, there's so many people in the world, and there's not going to be any more space. There's not. It, it's done. It's done, folks. The world has been discovered. We have satellites. We know every niche. We know so much about the world that government agencies have blurred out spots that they don't want us to know about. So there's not going to be more. There's only going to get less and less and less. And if there's more and more people, there's less and less resources. And when you have more and more people and less and less resources, what is the natural outcome? War, crime, poverty, disease. How can we get rid of that? We need better policing. We don't need more police. We need better policing. And that is in the form of monitoring. I mean, like I said, the past 20, 20 or so years, we've been watching it on TV. Reality TV. Precursor to all this. That's what it is. It's just a precursor. Well, got teenagers getting pregnant. You know what? And I really do say, fuck this. That is some bullshit. And the people that are putting 16-year-olds that are pregnant on TV, those people should be arrested. The parents should be arrested if they condone what's going on. The children should be arrested. And, you know, here, they get their own TV show. I don't want my kids to see this shit and go, oh, I can become rich? Well, you want to be Farrah Abraham? I mean, just... People. You know, that's drawbacks to this. You know, the errors in lawmaking are going to be seen by everyone. It's just, it's going to happen. I mean, they're, they're scared to let you know what's going on. What's really going on? You know, we need to have a law for this. We need to have a law for that. There's there's a law for everything. It's a felony to do anything on state property that an officer or a reporter to the state deems. So, basically, if you were to spit on a government sign... That's causing damage to a government sign, say a stop sign, say a crosswalk sign. That's a felony, folks. Just, you know, put that right on your list. It's destruction of uh, government property, state property. That's a felony. So spitting on a sign. 
you know, spitting on sidewalk. People used to say that, you know, oh, that's the old adage. Oh, it's a crime to spit on the sidewalk. Yeah, well, in 13 states, sodomy with a goat's not illegal. But, hey, that's okay, that's okay. This is, like I said, once again, something that, that kind of amps me up and can keep so many people out of trouble. And we're not talking, you know, if I don't want to go into movie references when you go with God's Eye and things like that. But it really is. I mean, you're watching yourself and you're going to police yourself. You have a higher calling. You don't need to go to church and donate your money. If you go to church, you should go to church to socialize. Period. Those should be places that are taxed. Places that... <laughs> AA meetings are taxed. NA meetings are taxed. Everything is taxed. Why isn't religion taxed? Well, religion gives you a connectivity to other people. My house gives connectivity to other people. All I ask is that you don't come here and you don't steal and you don't cheat. You don't lie on me. Those are the three things. Pretty simple. If you want to do those, yeah, I will excise my right to stay the fuck away from you, keep you the fuck away from me, whatever it takes. And that's right where we're at. I mean, we just need to keep this country, this country, and make it better so that people around the world, you know, they adore our culture. But when we house almost 25% of the entire world's population of detained people, incarcerated people, who in their right mind really wants to be in that situation? Who? And we worried about terrorists, we worry about ISIS, we worry about, you know, Muslim pride, gay pride, American pride, you can have any kind of pride, except white pride, can't have white pride, can't do it, can you, uh, if you can, I mean, pff, let me know, as far as I know, that's one thing that people will tell you, you cannot have, you cannot have white pride. You can have American pride, and that rolls you into a group of Americans. You can have African-American pride, because the 400 years of enslavement. You can have Japanese-American pride, because we had internment camps. You can have Chinese-American pride. But you can't have white American pride. But that's way off subject. But it, it all ties in, folks. It all ties into one thing relating to another, relating to another, relating to another. When it falls down at the end of the day, the thing that you have to realize is you're going to go to sleep the same way that I'm going to go to sleep. You're going to close your eyes. Maybe for one hour, two hours, six hours, or eight hours. You're going to wake up 
and time is going to elapse. You can't have it back. It's gone. Why not make the right decision? You know, I'm not saying that you made a wrong decision, but why not always make the right decision? And here's a system that can allow us to make sure that an entire populace of Americans mind it, you know, okay, okay, maybe you're listening, maybe somebody in another country, but I don't know. You know, I, I just, right off the cuff, that's what we got. That's where we're at. And that's, I think, where we need to be in this in this world. Not just this country, but this country, to me, has been great. I've lived here my entire life. I was born here. I've done a lot. I've made a lot of advances. I've seen a lot of, of positives in my life in the world shape. A lot of negatives in the world shape. It's not something that we should take lightly, folks. And we've got a duty to ourselves to take care of ourselves and our common man. You know, we have homeless people in this country we that, that were born here. So where do they seek asylum? Where do, where do our homeless get to seek asylum? Where do our needy get to seek asylum? There's so much being poured into the incarceration of Americans. If you're not an American and you're incarcerated in this country, fucking send them back. Take them back to your country. Come back on over. You know, some people go, oh, well, what if they build a staircase up to the wall? I was like, biggest game of whack-a-mole you can find. No, it's not the way it should be. If you're not, if you don't belong here, you don't belong here. If you weren't born here, it, it's the same thing worldwide, worldwide. We're giving money left and right for people to build fences elsewhere. But for us to build a fence and we're supposed to be above this people. Monitor yourselves. Keep track of what you're doing. You know, oh, I go out in the world and I'm so, yeah, you're full of shit, too. Everybody has their perks. Everybody has their demons. Everybody has something lying underneath that's making you act the way you do. Now, if you're using religion as a catalyst to say that you're better than somebody, that's your downfall. You are not better than anybody else. You need to monitor yourself and do what's right. I mean, words are words. I can say fuck, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck, fuck 20 million times a day. People think I'm crazy. Well, maybe I am a little crazy. I shovel my yard. Why do I shovel my yard? Because fuckity, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> I mean, you know, when you get a foot of snow like we just got here, oh my God, yeah, fuckity, fuck, 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 fuck. And I'm <laughs> just go a little bit crazy about this, folks. I mean, it, it, it's something in this country. We, we, we need to revamp a lot of things that are going on here. Like I said, it's not the man in charge. It's the people. It's the populace. It's the things we're doing that are 
catapulting us into stupidity. You know, we talk about Idiocracy, the movie that's slowly becoming a documentary. Uh, it, it is quite true. I mean, it's the dumbing down of a nation. Uh, the rich elite are telling us what, when, where, how. They're telling us everything. And we just have to eat it up with a spoon because you can't afford to change it. And why can't you afford to change it? Uh, maybe a little bit of religion. Maybe a little bit of, you know, taxation on your services. Like, let's see where I'm at. I have one choice for power. I can only go with one power company. And you know what? I can't get solar panels on my roof. I can't put a secondary out, out back to have my own power with generators. I can't do it. I don't have a, a housing authority, you know, or a homeowners association that regulates that where I'm at. But my neighbors, they definitely will use the police and use everything else as a homeowners association. You know, if you have something in your yard and you're, you have small children, you better pick it up or you're going to get a visit. You know, and it prompts just the horrific things that go on it, just in the small town that I live in. It's it's ridiculous. So like I said, folks, just to, to sum it up, Skynet, with the redundancy of cameras, microphones, it's not for everybody, but it is for everybody. Mind yourself. It cuts down on everything. It's a positive thing that should be marketed towards recuperation of this of this country. That's what this country needs is recuperation. You know, far too long we've we've been asleep and we're being lulled to sleep by the the rich elite. You get tax exemptions, great. You get a little bit of money every year. You get a little bit of money for making just so much money. So if you make more money than that, you get less back. Really unfair, folks. Really unfair. But that's all the time we have this week. Join us next week for our next episode. And to all, have a wonderful evening. Life is just a blimp. If you feel it with helium, then your voice is going to sound like this.